gentlemen it's sunday but unfortunately this episode is very very serious so you know what that means it's your boy the candy man the alfre to the d what up what up it's your boy the one and only the only one the red barber mc yes the one and only the dreadlock wonder himself the to y'all know the question that still remains what's the dealio hey yo this the one and only true g and i got a question for you guys man what up have you ever met a girl that you tried to date, but a year to make love, she wanted you to wait? Let me tell you something about the story of my situation. I was talking to this girl from the U.S. nation. One and only True G called me the Cool G. And this is a serious episode. Y'all know who the rhyme is about. Let's get into it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we lost Biz Marquis uh, a couple days ago. Uh, Biz Marquis. One of the, uh, I'm not going to call him a prehistoric OG, but one of the OGs of rap, the clown prince of rap, 57 years old. And in his last couple of years, he struggled with diabetes. And unfortunately, he uh, gave into the complications from diabetes. And uh, so we're going to dedicate this episode to Biz Marquis. Uh, I got a question for all the brothers uh, right now. And uh, I guess I start with... Uh, Mr. Rev Barber first. When was the first time you heard Biz Markey? And and what did you think initially? Well, besides just a friend, because when I first seen the video, I was young. You know, I thought it was pretty funny. I thought it was cool. And it was it was like somebody super familiar because he looked like, you know, one of us. He wasn't like like an LL Cool J type of cat or you know, back in the day, like everybody on TV with the muscles and all that. He he just looked like a regular dude, a neighborhood dude, man, a funny guy, you know. But after hearing Just a Friend, I actually it, it was it was years later because I didn't really um dig deep too much in his catalog when I was younger, but I heard him on on Frankie Cutlass on the Cypher Part Three. And I'm like, oh man, that's the same dude that sang that song. This dude could actually spit. And I was super impressed with that. And then I dug a little into his catalog and seeing that um he not only was on the comedy side, but he was a live MC, man. And, you know, he was a part of the dream team of rap crews. The Juice Crew doesn't get enough accolades for how great that they were. And being around all stars like like Kane and Cool G Rap, you had to hold your own. Miss Ron- Roxanne Chante, my hip hop mother, you know, he he was a huge part of that crew. So. Yeah, my early years definitely was just a friend. I feel like universally, that's how everybody knows him as, because that you know that song's been in commercials, movies, and everything, and you know it's a phenomenal video with him in the wig and the piano is unforgettable, man. Recipes of Bismarck. Uh what about you, Tio? Actually, the first time I heard Biz was, I can't remember when I was or what, how old I was, but just a friend. Actually, nobody beats the Biz was the first song I heard. And it was something crazy about that beat first before I got to his lyrics. And I was like, yo, I like that beat. And then next day, you know, he just went off in the hook. Nobody beats the biz. Until this day, nobody beats the biz. And you you hear Biz Markey and like, uh, like Rev said, he's one of the pioneers, the OG pioneers of hip hop. But he was so different and like rev said he was like a regular regular guy in the hood 
And you never heard someone who, besides rap, how people were really, really serious, but he was like one of the first people to add the humor and comedy into the music. And Bismarcky was just himself. That was not like, oh, I'm just Bismarcky, you know, the artist. Bismarck, that's, that was that was Bismarcky or, I mean, I don't want to say his whole name. That was Marcel himself, just being himself. And that's why I always adore someone like Bismarcky. But Nobody Beats the Biz was the first joint I heard. And right after, that's when I heard Just a Friend. And it just made me laugh because it was the way he was singing it. But to me, it was one of his biggest hits. And um, it just sucks that how much we are losing legends. And now Biz, unfortunately, is one of them gone. So we love you, Biz. Until this day, nobody beats you. Nobody beats the Biz. Uh, what about you, QG? How many rappers do you know can make a song about um picking boogers? <laughs> that that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's the thing that it was back in uh, uh, 1988, and that wasn't even the first song I heard. The first song I heard was Vapors. My older brother he had that on tape. It was just a single at the time, and. I didn't know what he looked like. And then when the video came out on Video Music Box, I said, yo, <laughs> this is the guy. And just like all of you have said, his his humor, and he just looked like a regular guy. This is a guy that you could just walk outside and see him. And he's part of this legendary group called the Juice Crew. And he was there from the inception. Like, I remember reading the story. It was him, MC Shan, Fly Ty Williams, who was his manager at the time. And it was Biz that brought in Kane. Biz and Kane actually battled. That was when they first met. And they, you know, just became friends. And Biz was working on a record deal at the time. And, you know, Vapors was a hit. And then he came out with the song with just rhyming with Kane. And that put Kane on the map. And to me, Biz always represented, he was the glue of the Juice Crew. Nobody had any issues with him. He was just a nice guy, a funny guy. And the rapping and the beatboxing, like everywhere he went, he would beatbox. I, I seen videos of Roxanne Shante everywhere she went. She Even during the height of the Bridge Wars, when Roxanne Shante went to the Bronx, Biz was right there with her, backing her up, doing the beatbox. He would do the he would do the beat, and everybody else would do the rhyme. He did the same thing for Kane, and you know, Biz was just that he was just he was just a nice guy, funny guy. He had his signature sound. Like when you hear that laugh, hey, you know, you know, Biz is getting on the mic and getting ready to get going. So, uh, 1988 for me, and then on on and on after that. Nobody beats the Biz and just a friend and. Um, it was just it was just great man biz was just he was he was just an overall great talent he did everything and you know we're gonna miss him man big loss uh yeah i mentioned vapors and boogers and just a friend but you know my favorite uh and yeah y'all probably be surprised but you know my favorite um biz marquee song is what's that, what's that? Make the music <laughs> with your mouth. Like, why am I not surprised at that, man? What you mean? Why are you not you, surprised? You, 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 and these singing records. I don't know what it is with that, man. <laughs> I, I, I just don't get it. Painful. Now, listen, man. But uh, Biz, 
for me, for me, Biz was uh, I like Biz a lot because he, he was a unique cat. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't out here flashing jewelry. You never saw him out here with with, with fancy cars or women. Like I said, he's a a regular guy, just just a regular guy. And you know, it, it, I, I I don't mean this disrespectfully when I say it. But he, it, it, it appeared like he never took rap too serious. If you know what, I, yeah, I get what I mean by that. Like, he, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, I get. Yeah, that. He, he wasn't interested in being the best rapper, or he wasn't interested in like battling anybody. Um, as evidence when uh, when Boogie Down Productions came and tried to take on, you know, uh, Marley and Shan, he didn't get involved. He he was just the guy that liked to have fun. That that that's how I always took him as. He was the guy that just. Like to have fun, and like he said, because he, he he was like one of us, like a regular guy, he was easily relatable, especially when uh a lot of the things that he talked about in his music, um, uh, like like QG said, I don't know of a guy who who made a song talking about picking boogers, and then he's making, and then out of all the songs that have ever been made about women by men in hip hop. I feel like Just a Friend is the most innocent one of them all. Wouldn't y'all agree? Yeah. And, it, it, was, and it, it was a real story, and it was a funny story. And who can't relate to something like that? And and not only that, like, it, there's no there's no sexuality in that song, which, you know, for hip, for hip-hop is rare when you're talking about, when you're talking about women. So, I mean, I, I, I appreciated uh, Bismarcky for all those, all those reasons. You know what I mean? He was just... He was just a chill guy, and you know, and he, he he's gonna he's gonna be missed. He's he's really gonna be missed. And throughout the annals of hip hop, when you look at like you know all the biggest artists and all the biggest names, like you know, none of them none of them were like him. And and that's that's the uniqueness that I that I like about his his individuality is just you know he was never nobody like him came before and there's been nobody like him since you know what i mean and that's how you can really tell when somebody's special it's like when you when we talk about the juice crew you talk about how serious we have serious mcs on that team like from big daddy kane to coogee rap and master ace and um mc shannon but you come to someone like biz markey it's like who was it was it revels he's like the glue to the juice crew because, like I said, when you look at certain people's raps and you get into their lyrics, they're all serious. And Biz could get down serious, too, with lyrics. Don't get me wrong. But he's like that one person that's like, like, all right, I'm the fun guy. I'll bring people together. You know, the humor. And, and, and like y'all said, nobody had a problem with Biz. He looks like the guy that you can't beef with. He looks like the guy you can't have problems with. And all the tributes throughout social media have said the same thing fun and loving guy outside of music you know what else too he also co-signed a lot of rappers he co-signed yes, he did. red man he co-signed he, he was even on a beastie boys record just in mm-hmm. the outro of intergalactic it showed that biz never hated on anybody you had that he supported you and he wanted to see people thrive and flourish and i'm glad you guys brought up the humor because even on a record like erase racism with cool g rap this is doing a hook and he's singing the hook he was like the ink is black the page is white so you know like you just you just laugh at that because you know he took the cadence from ebony and ivory and just 
put that in there, you know? So mm-hmm. he, he, like, like Candyman said, he never took it too serious. He was just having fun with it. And that's, that's who Biz is. Another story I could give you guys, you know, the song, uh, just rhyming with Biz with Big Daddy Kane. Mm-hmm. They were, they were scheduled to be at the studio as, as obvious. And Biz just starts rapping this rhyme that Kane wrote for him. So if you listen closely to the recording, Kane is laughing because Biz just, you know, he blatantly just used that rhyme. It was supposed to be Kane's rhyme uh, where he was like, I don't date the girls with the underarm um, underarm odor. Just watch Star Wars just to see Yoda. And, you know, it that was Kane's rhyme for himself. It's just that Biz remembered it, hearing Kane spit it before he even recorded. So Biz just decided to just use it for himself. So Kane was like, oh, man, you you really went there? So uh, just the camaraderie. And let me ask you guys a question about Biz. Where do you rank him as far as beatboxing skills? Because you got your Dougie Fresh. You got your Buffy to beatbox. Where do you rank Biz? Uh, yo, like? yo, let me tell you something. When it comes to beatboxing, I think he took that to another level. I think he's the best. You think he's the best? You think he's number one? I I think he may be number one. Like, don't get me wrong. Dougie Fresh, the Fat Boys and them, they are all nice. But right. for him to beatbox and also harmonize at the same time for, like, so damn long, my lungs would have collapsed doing that tr- uh, shit. Yeah, I got him at number one as well. When it comes to just the flavor and the consistency and and the the breath control, especially for a big guy like himself, he's definitely number one for me, man. He revolutionized the beatboxing and brought it to to a big platform, you know, because he was on um I don't know if y'all too familiar about uh, the kid show Yo Gabba Gabba, but he had um oh uh, my god yeah I would have lost my breath control (laughs) (laughs) yeah business beat of the day. And um, it was on, and that show was on Nick Jr. Man, and that just shows you how universally respected this guy was, man. And the beatboxing is something that he's definitely known for. And you know, we we spoke about earlier, like how great of an MC he he was, and he didn't take it too serious, or never wanted to be like you know the best out there and stuff. But I felt like he could have been, man. You know, had he like did a little bit, bit more of uh, the serious stuff and the rhyming, he could have definitely been like. Definitely top 10 tier MCs of all time because he was dope, man. If you listen to Nobody Beats the Biz, he was he was saying some raw shit in there. That's a fact. Yeah. What about you, Candy Man? Where do you rank him as far as beatboxing skills? I got him at number one. Um I got him at number one. Uh even though I think Dougie Fresh is a close second, but I got busy at one. And no, I'm not just saying that because he's dead. Um like and and, and you're correct. A lot of people forget that one of the uh, elements of hip uh, well, not even just one, but like a lot of people forget the elements of hip hop, breakdancing, b-boying, and b-bike, those are pretty much like all like overlooked and forgotten in this day and age. But he was really like, he was really one, like he really carried one of those elements of hip hop. And a lot of people forget that. Like this was just a talented dude, because like Rev said, for a guy that big to be able to have the breath control that he had, and then, and again, still rap and beatbox. Like, it was just amazing. Like, he was just a really special, talented dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and he added in, he he added in different sounds that the other guys weren't using. That's what made me more intrigued with him. And it's like, 
how is he making all these extra noises? Like, he, he sounded like an alien. That's why in Men in Black 2, it was kind of tailor-made for him to be in there for that little quick scene with Will Smith, you know, because Will Smith also beatboxes. So just to see him and Biz Markie do it together, that was really, really cool, man. And You know how many yeah. times I attempted that on both sides and failed miserably? It takes practice. I mean, and, and he even told you on uh, Make the Music With Your Mouth, Biz, he used his nose, he used his mouth, he used his throat. Like he 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 broke it down to a science on how he made all them noises, man. It was just it was just incredible how he was able to do it. And anytime you needed a beat, anytime you was in a cipher, he was the guy that could that could give you one. You didn't need no band, no DJ. He was the guy. He was also a DJ too. Yep. He a real good was, DJ too. He, he was a very good DJ. Him and him and Jazzy Jeff kind of got real close with that because they because those guys too are close friends. I've I've even seen footage of Biz at the Apollo Theater. He brought out Kid Capri to be a part of the show, man. And him and Kid Capri was close. So Biz was just close with everybody. Like everybody yeah, loved the guy. Yeah, how couldn't you love Biz Marquis, man? What a great personality. And you know, he was yeah. everywhere, like we talked about in movies and kids shows, and he was just a lovable dude, man. The clown prince of hip hop, boy. It's like it's like one of those missing uncles you needed in your family. Hey, w- w- one of the footage I saw when they had the Juice Crew reunion, and they and they were they were just rapping a little bit, uh, you know, just for the intro to the show. And then uh, I think it was Shan. He said, and after this, we all going out to eat. And Bismarck he just jumped up and said, "Yeah, White Castle." <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said, "Oh man, this just a just a good dude." In fact, uh, uh, T.O., you know you you know your favorite album of all time came out in 1991 by Biz Markie. <laughs> his favorite yeah. album. Yeah, I need a haircut. I need a haircut. He knows he knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, and that's another thing: the album art covers. Though your man Biz Markie had the oh man. Them album like that album, that album in particular, I need a haircut. He's getting his hair cut with a chainsaw. Exactly. That's why I was like, bro, how you get haircut <laughs> with a chainsaw? <laughs> but oh, uh, 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 Candyman, uh, since, since since you're one of the collectors that I know that has these rare vintage records, you got any Bismarckies in your in your possession? Uh, I got two of them. I got Going Off and I got The Biz Never Sleeps. Mm, okay, the one from you got eighty eight and eighty nine back to back. Eighty eight and eighty nine back to back, yes, sir. Did you um, ever try to get any other stuff? I tried, but it, it's been difficult. Um, his most rare, his rarest album is All Samples Cleared, um, mm. which, which, and and here's a now here's the thing about Bismarck's legacy that you got to touch on, right? Uh, in that time period, late eighties, early nineties, of course all these rock bands and, and all these different singers started suing these rappers for sampling their records with no permission. Uh, they wanted a cut. And it just so happens on that album that y'all mentioned, um, I Need a Haircut, uh, there was a sample that Biz Marquis, uh had used and it got the album pulled off the uh, store shelves. Uh, I, track was, I think it was Alone, Alone Again. Again. Yeah, yeah he got, Alone Again. I remember he got, that. He got, yeah, that's he got, what happened. He got, he got sued by Gilbert O'Sullivan, and that like that they pulled the album off the shelves. So if, you, if somebody out there can find, I need a haircut. Uh, you might want to hold on to that because that's it's gonna be worth some money. 
Uh, pretty much, it was uh, Gilbert O'Sullivan versus Warner Brothers Records, and Gilbert O'Sullivan won, saying that, uh, uh, you know, uh, he he should have been paid for that record, and that's what ultimately led to the end of Cold Chillin', because after that, uh, after that uh, lawsuit, Warner, Warner Music dropped Cold Chillin' as a whole, the whole label got dropped. From Warner Music, mm. so this not only affected Biz Marquee, it affected uh, it affected Cool G Rap, it affected Big Daddy Kane, it affected MC Shen. The entire label was just gone, and then you know a year later they they ceased to exist. That's a damn shame that happened, man. You know too that you mentioned that whole roster. Biz was also responsible for a lot of artists coming out that he worked with because he has a he has a big family he has a great family tree in hip-hop and everybody knows tj swan tj swan sang on a lot of biz records Mm -hmm. he uh he has a cousin cut master cool v is his cousin that's another legend in the game you know so it's like just to hear you know what was going on with um cold chilling and then the samples and the clearances that's why when you listen to those records and you hear these rappers talk about it because kane addressed it too where he was like y'all try to sue and try to fight us y'all still be living with off writers because it's like these records we take them we flip them we appreciate them but then y'all want to sue and it's like what's the what's the point of that you know what I mean? so it's it's, it's kind of crazy that the whole label just got affected by that whole thing, man. It was just wow, crazy. Yeah, and uh, and and it's crazy because and, and you think time period, Bismarcky wasn't the only one that 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 got caught up in that sampling sampling lawsuit craze that exactly. that that plagued that plagued hip hop from like eighty eight to ninety. But he was like the most prominent one because. Like EPMD were was another one. They they got sued heavily uh, after um, after Strictly Business came out, but it didn't result in the label dropping anybody. So, I and and when you think about everybody who got sued for these samples, uh, it's crazy because nobody got dropped from their label except for the Cold Chilling Cats. And I can only imagine being Fly Tie and being Master yeah. Ace or Craig G or or Cool G rapping hearing that you just lost a record deal because somebody on your label sampled yeah. one song. It's crazy. Uh, let me ask you guys a question. You guys know where uh, Bismarcky got his rap name from? No. Yeah, that's from um, Busy B. Busy B. Ain't that, ain't, that, ain't, that, ain't that poetic justice, Candyman? As much as oh, you know, oh, 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 hold on, hold on. He got his name from Busy B. Starsky? Yep. I'm not yes. surprised. The guy, the guy that got slaughtered by Cool Modi. Hey. First, first, first off, first off, it goes like this, man. He, according to Biz, it was it was 1977, 1978, and for those that don't know, Biz was born in Harlem, but he lived out in Long Island. So, and so he hung, so he hung out, he hung out in front of the Met Food. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did hang out in in Met Food, but you know the tapes was floating all around, and he just loved. Busy B. He was a big fan of Busy B. So he became Busy B Marquee. Mm-hmm. And then after that, he just he just lowered it to Biz and, 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 and you know Biz Marquee just you know just stuck. But yeah, he got his name from the originator. Was it Marquee also Starsky. his nickname? Because I Marquee was he... his nickname. Yes. Yeah. Childhood nickname. Everybody called him Marquee every time they seen him. 
I mean, well, hey, I'd change my name, too, if, if the guy who I got named myself after got destroyed. Cause, you know, the chief the man, the man was a pioneer. The man was a pioneer, and he influenced a lot of people, man. The, the chief the chief rocker got rocked. Shout out to Cool Moe. It, it, don't, it don't matter if he got rocked or not. He still paved the way. Exactly. Even if you win or lose a battle, you still acknowledge people that came out. Because when he came with the suicide record, that was a big record for the time period. And it influenced a lot of people. Wow. Like I said, it's history. When a man lose, I got to acknowledge the loss. Just like when he you wins. Can acknowledge, you can acknowledge the loss, but, 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 don't, but don't take a dump on the man's hard work. I'm not taking a dump on his hard work. He's just, yeah. he's just he, because, he lost. Because, because, you're, because you're putting the narrative that all he's known for is losing. That's not good. I didn't say that's all he's known for. That's what it sounds like. Because every time we mention certain people, that's what you bring up. When we talk about MC Shan, you bring up KRS. We talk about Busy B, you bring up the lost Kumo D, man. Come on now. You know wow. how many L's I could... Next time, bring up Master P. I'll, I'll talk about <laughs> all his losses. I'll talk about all his losses from that, from here on out. He ain't got no losses, anyhow. Oh, he got plenty of oh, losses. Oh, please. That Versal 421 is but, the but biggest you know loss. What? But you know what? We, 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 we getting all thrown around. This is this is This, this is for Biz, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, uh, another good one, too, what I remember, guys. Do you guys remember when he showed up on A Living Color? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, that was a classic. <laughs> that was funny as hell. <laughs> He was on there. He was on there as a contestant named Damian Foosball. Damian Foosball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Damian that was too Foosball. good, man. It just, it was just, it, and like you, all you guys mentioned, this man was tailor made for TV. Tailor made. Yep. Oh man, I mean, just imagine if he was on Wild and Out right now, he'd smoke everybody. I think he was on one of the early episodes. He was mistaken. on one of them. Yes, he was. Yeah, yeah. man. If I'm not mistaken, I, I think I, I, think, I think I think he made his first appearance as a guest. I think he was on the first episode. Was the first episode in 05 with Orlando Jones as the guest? Because he yes, was the beatboxing yes. on the Wild Style. I remember seeing him. I remember seeing him. Wow, yeah, that was so long ago, man. Damn. And, and shout out to and you know I know we get on his I know we get on him about his acting and music, but shout out to Nick Cannon because he did bring Biz as part of a regular guest in um season four. Yes. Yes. And that just wow. goes to show that he's there right now. Be interesting. That he's a hip hop gatekeeper, you know, because anything you got to do with hip hop, man, you definitely got to give Biz a call to give you like the cosign or or just be a part of it. And wilding out, you know, when it came out, why not have Biz Marquee on there? You know, it just adds more flavor to it. So Biz Marquee, man, is just losing him. We lost a big part of hip hop. I'll never forget that episode. What, what which part was it on Wilding Out? I think it was Break Up to Make Up. <laughs> he's like, oh baby, you. <laughs> Yeah, that's biz, man. Oh, biz man. is just that dude, and, bro. And, and while we at it, I know this is a hip hop show. Shout out to Mario, the singer. Yeah, he gave us flowers when he brought right, out right. Just Afraid 2002. Right, he yeah, did. he did. He sure did. In fact, and, another and, thing and, we can and bring biz up showed, and Biz showed up in the video as homage. He he was also on um So Fresh. On the on the Will Smith album Millennium with Slick Rick and uh Slick Rick. and Will man oh and he was also on Girls 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 he was on which one the second <laughs> hook forget. or the first or the first hook right he was on the original he was on the yeah. first one he's even in the video 
Yes, he was. It was him, Q-Tip, and Slick Rick. They all did the background part. You know, I love girls, girls. Yeah, biz, biz was Girls, I do adore. It's the way he said adore <laughs> made me laugh. <laughs> his, his pronunciation and his delivery is unique. And uh, Biz, Biz um, he was also, he was also like all over children's shows, like we mentioned. Dude was in SpongeBob, Adventure Time, and Yo Gabba Gabba. Yeah. What? Wait, 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 wait. Some of y'all may remember this. Was he in that one of those Sharknado movies as the Pizzeria guy? I ain't never really seen the Sharknado joints. Was I could have sworn. There? I could have sworn I saw one of the Sharknado movies and he was in there. I think he was one of the um the owners of the pizza store. Oh, or something man, I could remember. Interesting. Interesting. I did I, I also remember too where because he he made appearances everywhere. He was also on Chris, he was also on um Chris Rock's No Apologies tour. I remember watching it on HBO and he was, you know, Chris Rock is a hip hop fan and Biz was the DJ. So, you know, he would be back there spinning all sorts of records just to hype up the crowd, warm up the crowd before um, Chris Rock would come out. So, yeah. And in fact, he even did he even did commercials. He also did a commercial for Radio Shack, if y'all remember. Yep. Yo, now that I think of it, I know we did an archive episode of Dream Collaborators. Imagine Biz Markie and Dougie Fresh beatboxing for an album. That beat that beatbox track might go on for an hour, bro. <laughs> It'll be a long, 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 long Shit. record. You got those two guys up in there, which should be interesting. Oh, I also dug up a gem. You guys know uh, the you guys know the Juice Crew album, uh, the the one that Marley Maul did. It was the first uh-huh. one with with everybody together. Yeah. There's a gem on there, man, with Biz and Heavy D. They did a song together. Damn man, Biz Biz collaborated with a lot of people, man. He low key did. Damn man, you mentioned Heavy D. I miss him too. Ah uh, yeah, yeah. And 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 if you look at the resume for Biz, uh, his chart topping hit. Obviously, everybody talks about Just a Friend. That went platinum. You know, that's 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 his biggest joint. But for for the MCs out there, for the for the fans of the hip hop and fans of him, we all appreciate his work. And in fact. Uh, towards the end and Candyman you could talk about this I don't know if any of you other guys got Sirius XM but Biz was uh, also on there he was also on Rock the Bells Radio too right mm-hmm. had, his, had his own show on there yeah he did wow wow yeah you could tell you could tell LL's tribute was he was hurt man oh yeah oh yeah oh, and Roxanne yeah. Shante yep oh Roxanne oh, yeah. yo please pray for her because that was like big brother to her yeah she right. was he, hurt she could she couldn't even get words out she was just like she was, just needs time he was a he was a big brother to Roxanne he was a big brother to Kane he was just loved by you know he he he, he like like we talked about the glue he was the glue of the Juice Crew everybody Craig Ace. He kept all that, you know, he appeared on everybody's records. He supported everybody. And that's just that's just the type of person that, you know, that he was just a just a good guy and a team player. He didn't have to help Kane get a deal, but he saw Kane was nice. Kane was talented. He's like, yo, come on the road with me. I'm going to get you this deal. I'm going to bring you into the crew. And it just it just, you know, the rest is history. And yeah, like you guys mentioned, nobody had anything bad to say about him. Nobody beef with him. Nobody dissed him on records. You beef with Biz. We got a problem. <laughs> right. 
I'm sorry. I said that even when he was alive. I don't know which episode. But I was like, yo, if you beef with Biz, you need to be shot. That's one person it, that's you can't beef with no damn Biz Markie. I'm sorry. Isn't it interesting though? His final album, his last album in 2003, was released on Alfred's favorite label, Tommy Boy. Oh. Uh, why that gotta be my favorite? Like, come on, you know I don't. I, I, I hate Tommy Boy. That's your favorite label, but yeah, well, oh, and it's interesting too because we talk about titles. Hey Mac, your favorite track number three on uh, on that album, Weekend Warrior. Weekend Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, track number three. Chinese See what I mean? That's just... <laughs> See what I mean? Yo, you bad bitch just came up with some of the most humorous songs and title tracks if I ever heard one. Chinese food. Simple. Yeah, he was just a simple guy. That 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 came out. That was his fifth and final album. That came out in two thousand and three. And like Candyman mentioned, you know, when you're when when the whole label gets dropped, what do you do? You know, I mean, you got to go out there. You got to work. And Biz was able to go out there, you know, get a deal. And unfortunately, that was his last album. But he was he did do he was a part of of, of a lot of compilations as well. You know, he did do a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So Biz has a legacy, guys. And, you know, the one thing that, that bothers me, though, about Bismarcky and his passing is that I feel like he don't get enough credit as he should. Like, but I guess that's because I agree. But that, I guess that's because I, he does. He didn't take himself seriously. Like he was just a chill, relaxed guy. Like, yeah. I don't. Yeah, go God, ahead. No, he wasn't like super combative or or like, you know, or, or trying to compete with everybody, you know, because as we spoke about, you know, he he just liked to have fun. And, you know, as I said earlier, you know, maybe had he like kind of um not did like, you know, the, the clown prince gimmick, you know, he he might have been one of the top tier MCs. And it, it is a shame that like he doesn't get his ado for, for just being an all around hip hop guy. And, I, you know, I'm glad that you touched on like him not getting you know, his credit, especially while he was here for being like a dope MC. Cause you listen to all of them albums. He dropped five albums. Some artists these days don't even make it past two. So for him That's to right. be five albums deep and even come out in um 2003, you know, almost two decades after he dropped his original just shows his consistency and his longevity. And I hope that this episode and, you know, his passing does bring awareness to how great of an MC that he was. Because, you know, and Al, you know, always speaks on this, how, you know, every time uh, artists pass away, their streams go up and, you know, everyone's on the bandwagon and stuff. But it is a double-edged sword to it because it does bring awareness to the MC and the artist itself and kind of gives a reminder. But as far as biz, it should be a reminder on, on the regular, on, on how great he is, especially with his appearances and everything that we spoke about, Men in Black, Yo Gabba Gabba and stuff like that. So, you know, if, if when the Hip Hop Hall of Fame does construct, he needs to be at one of the forefronts, man. He needs to be on one of the main floors, man, because he, oh, yeah. he really, really, really contributed to this beautiful art form that we're here today speaking of and representing. And, and also to add to that, as far as DJing as well, because we mentioned that, you guys know about the crew, the Flip Squad. Yeah, he was down with them. Mm, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was created by Flex, and you know, and 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 you got Big Cap in there, and it 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 it, it consisted of you know Biz, DJ Enough, Mr. C, Cipher Sounds, Frankie Cutlass, and DJ Riz, Bounce Master, Duop, and Mark Ronson. It was just a combination, a group of DJs, man, and it was just wow. Like 
when do you see something like that? You know, you sure. get everybody together, or just a just a plethora of DJs united on on one front, man. That's 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 brilliant. That's, it's that's, a shame that it kind of ended, but that's another real. version of seven DJs right there. <laughs> Facts. That is a fact. Just 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 the just the nature of his talent, you know. And 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 you all you guys mentioned it before. Biz was not a competitive guy. Like he he never came out there and said, "Oh yeah, I'm trying to be number one. I'm I'm trying to be the best ever." He was just having fun, making his money, making records because he loved it. And you had the other members of the Juice Crew that was super competitive, going for that. Just imagine if Biz was on the Symphony. Can you hear him on a record like that? Hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He yeah. probably would have did some ad libs or something, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure he would have did a crazy verse. But you could tell with a song like that, all them other guys was trying to tear each other's heads off. I mean, the cipher part three on Frankie Cutlass, you know, you had Kane there, Roxanne Shantae, and he held it down. His verse was awesome on that joint, you know. Mm-hmm. So he could stand, he could stand with these guys. So it is a shame he missed out on the symphony. But like, you know, y'all out yeah. there, don't sleep, man. My man Biz will bring the heat. That's what I'm saying. It's like lyrically, lyrically, I'm like, yo, this guy's really nice. But I think what, or maybe some hip hop fans would say, the beatboxing is what really took it over more to his lyrics. Like I like, but like Rev said, for someone who didn't really take it seriously, he still released five albums. That's still great in my opinion. Yeah. But that still, beatboxing he, he level skills, Lord have mercy. And that goes to show you the nature of it because the man could show up anywhere. You say, yo, Biz, give me a beat. And he'll do it mm. right then and there. Talent, oh, yeah. and skills for that. Oh yeah, he did the um the beatbox for the Wu Tang um freestyle cipher. It's one of the uh, old yeah. joints you, you could have got. Oh, on. Damn, I forgot. Yo, I completely yeah. forgot about that. On um Napster back Napster. in the day. Yo. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, and, Napster. Wow, that's a throwback. <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite parts of that whole joint is when he did the um the fighting in the Wu Tang. And he did the little voices of the karate man. He, he's super innovative, man. Thank, thank God we we were in the presence of Bismarcky, man, and got to witness that in this lifetime. Because I don't think there'll be any other like him, man. Uh, never, never. Oh, uh, interesting enough. Even on uh, the Mass Singer, he showed up. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. That's a oh man, what was he? The frog. The frog. Yeah, the frog. <laughs> Yo, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait a minute. No, no. Scratch that. I don't think he was the frog. That was Bow Wow, wasn't it? I thought he was the frog. I thought he, he was the frog. frog. I can't remember. I'm not too sure. I remember I remember seeing like clips because I know Bow Wow was on there. Mm-hmm. I and I remember when they unmasked Biz and it's like, oh, where Biz Marquee was on there. Yo, that's crazy. So, um, you know, I mean, just to clear that up for all the listeners out there, he was on he was on the mass singer. So he still was getting a lot of love, man, still making appearances. It was just he's just a guy that you could bring anywhere. Yeah, he you know um I mean? but, Yeah, he was the frog. My bad at cutting. He yeah. was the frog. Sorry. No, no, no. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, talk about, I'm That's sorry, I'm sorry. Bow Wow was the frog. My bad, my bad. I'm I'm So that. so I mean I mean, so what was Biz? He was on there, but I can't remember the character that he was. Was he the croc? It might have been the crocodile. It could, you know what? Maybe it could have been the crocodile. Right, uh, right, right, right. It could have been. It could have been the crocodile. Now, now, now that I think of it, because I remember watching it, and he had on like this green outfit. But uh, mm-hmm. it probably was the crocodile when he was up there. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think him. he was. Uh, yeah, he might have been the crocodile. I just remember somebody green. Like, all of them in the swamp, so. Frog. I know. <laughs> all that is in there. So let me ask y'all this question before we wrap it up. Um, and we'll go around the room. And I'll, I'll start with you, QG, first. Um, now that he is passed, what do you think uh, his, his ultimate legacy is in, in hip-hop? I feel Biz Markie's ultimate legacy is never judge a book by its cover. And there's no limit to what you can do as long as you have the talent. Don't let one thing, don't let yourself be defined just by one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can explore and be creative and you can be yourself. That's Biz, exactly where I was going. Yeah, Biz, Biz didn't make, Biz didn't have to talk about violence. He didn't have to talk about guns. He didn't have to be a tough guy. He didn't have to change his image for anybody. He stuck to who he was, and and, and it was is because he was he was true to himself. So that, I think that's what the legacy is for Biz is someone that was very true to himself. He likes to have fun. He likes to tell jokes. So he's going to incorporate that in his music, and people going to like it because it's authentic. Okay, fair enough. What about you, Rev? Hip hop is for everybody, and that's what Biz taught me. You could be a regular cat from down the block, you know not in the best shape, just a regular dude, and and you could participate in it. And you could be a funny guy and, you know, have a sense of humor and be in hip-hop and also have an edge to you and be witty and know how to perform. He he was such a leader in, in so much sense that he doesn't even know, man, because he paved the way for a lot of comedians. He paved the way for a, a lot of personalities, not just in hip-hop, but in the entertainment industry. And it, it it's super heart wrenching that he had to go at. It's it is an early age, you know. He died in his fifties. You know, I really would have loved to have him around and still making guest appearances while he had gray hair and old and stuff like that. And you know, my son could see him growing up, and I get to teach him about Bismarcky and all the things that he did. Even like you know, once again touching on the Yo Gabba Gabba stuff, like that was beautiful, man. That he even reached that generation with kids and. You know, they grow up and see like, oh, yeah, man, I remember him from the cartoons. But Bismarck, he is just one of the ultimate pioneers in my eyes. And shout out to him. Shout out to the Juice Crew. My heart goes out to them, to Roxanne Shante, to Big Daddy Kane, Craig G, all them guys, man. I know these guys are are, are super depressed about this, man. I am as well because I felt like I, I lost the uncle when I heard Bismarck pass. This was one of like one of the hardest deaths that hit me in hip hop. Right, what about you, Tio? These two have pretty much summed it. Um, just stay true to yourself. You know, there's nothing wrong with adding the humor and comedy inside of the music like he did. Now, imagine the other members of Juice Crew trying that. It is not believable like how Biz did it because he already had that natural gift of being funny no matter what. Um, and like Rev said, to me, I, I call him Uncle Biz because I feel like an uncle that should have been part of my family. And this also goes out to the entire family for Biz Markey as well and uh, the Juice Crew. But um, his legacy will forever live in hip-hop no matter what. Multi-talent, the, the beatboxing skills, the lyrical skills. It, it's, just so, it's just so hard 
right now because it's like, damn, business now gone. And, you know, like like he was like the fun uncle of the family and of the hip hop community. And no one had anything bad to say to him. But until then, we meet again, Biz. Nobody beats the Biz. And uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll sum it up with this. And hip hop is a very competitive landscape. And it's kind of, it was kind of refreshing to see Biz Marquee as a guy who, who didn't care about being number one, number two, three, four, five, 20, 30. Like, you know, and, and, and I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful when I say this, but I think it's safe to assume that nobody has Biz Marquee in their top 100 list of MCs. But, again, he is a guy, he didn't care about that type of thing. Like, he just wanted to make feel-good records. He didn't care about being the most lyrical. He didn't care about being, you know, on anybody's list like like a lot of these rappers do. I'm pretty sure if you told him he he wasn't in your top 10, he wasn't getting offended. He just wanted to be that that he just wanted to be that cool kid that hung out at Albee Square Mall that, you know, like Oh my was, god, was just, you just was, took it back. <laughs> yeah, bro, bro. He he referenced Albee Square Mall so much in his music, but he just wanted to be that cool kid that hung out at Albee Square Mall that did regular things like have a crush on girls and pick boogers. Like he just you know, like he was just the the cool, relaxed, laid back guy who liked to have fun and you know, like I think he's somebody that a lot of us could learn from because, again, he's a fun-loving guy, and I feel like you know that type of spirit and that type of attitude is 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 what's needed more in this world. Because if we a lot of us just relaxed and tried to have fun, I think life would be less stressful. I agree with that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yep. And uh, anybody got any last words to say about the biz before before we call it a show? Just want to thank Biz for everything that he's done and the influence that he's given to so many MCs and, as I said, so many entertainers. He's revolutionary, and Biz's spirit will always live on. Long live the Biz. Rest in peace. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, this has been our Biz Marquee tribute episode. Uh, hopefully, the remainder of this year, we don't have to do many more of these episodes because uh, we're losing a lot of people in hip-hop. We're losing a lot of people, and even not even just this year, but last year, the last two years combined, we're losing a lot of people. And I would, I would like to go a, a, a little while without losing anybody else. So yes, please. Yeah, my bad. If I may jump back in, um, sure. This also, be a message too to everyone. You know, check on your health, man. Get yourself checked out, cause you know he he did die from health issues, and it, it kind of was a bit above him. But like, let's let's just try to prevent these things in the long run, and and do what's right for ourselves and our family. So this way, it'll be less tributes that we have to do. So everybody get checked out. Go to your doctor. You know, see him once every six months or however you do, man. Health is a, a huge, 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 huge important thing. We all got to stay on. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Well said. And with that being said, uh. We catch y'all on on this program next week, but until then, uh, we're gonna be uh, celebrating the biz all week long. Uh, stay tuned to the IG and the Facebook. Yes, sir. Yep. All right. Peace. Peace.